Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie, coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers presented by Progressive Insurance. So Baker Mayfield wants what Devontae Adams got. Devontae Adams said, I don't want to have a franchise tag next to me. I want to be out of here. He got traded to the Raiders for a first and second round pick this year, number 22 in the draft and number 53 in the draft. Now, we had the number last hour, and Keyshawn brought up as well, that the Packers were 7-0 without Adams in the lineup under Matt LaFleur. We're going to check out exactly who those teams were against. But the most important question now is, Key, what now? Not just for the Green Bay Packers, but for that Aaron Rodgers guy not having his best dude in the lineup making this work in Green Bay going forward. You know, the only thing I can think of, and Mike Tannenbaum just alluded to St. Brown, Equinemia St. Brown is now with the Chicago Bears via free agency. Now you just got to think that they have somebody in camp that they feel good about that will be in camp with them that are younger that we don't know about. And, and that was a couple years ago when they decided to draft Jordan Love. They were happy with the young group of receivers that they had, so they were not pressing to go get a receiver. Now in this situation – you have a veteran in Randall Cobb that potentially could still be around, but at the same time, you've got to go get a veteran big-time receiver. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know if it's a Julio Jones on a rebirth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Jar- uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, which is a different type of receiver than Devontae Adams, but still clearly has some giddy-up in him to contribute. Uh, I know Jay mentioned going to get a guy like a Metcalf. Well, here's the problem. We're going to get a guy like a DK Metcalf within your own conference. Seattle's going to give him up. They're going to want some stuff. What do you have to give them in return? On top of that, you're going to be willing to pay him an extension of $30 million plus something that he is next man in line to get. So you got all of those issues that you now have to deal with. And when you just gave Aaron Rodgers $150 million of guaranteed money over the next three years, but he doesn't have a viable, legit, long-term answer at the receiver position, It'll be funny and interesting to see at the same time what happens with Green Bay moving forward. You know, guys, I, I, as of yesterday, I had the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers in this upper echelon of the NFC. And we could talk about, obviously, I think Dallas has lost a lot with Amari Cooper and the Randy Gregory and company, but I still think Dallas has a chance to be there. But still, those three teams. And now I'm sitting here today, and I'm like, man, this is this is about the Rams and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels like the Packers just – have dropped into this other tier. And, Key, I know there's still moves to be made, but I go back to what Mike Tannenbaum said during the 6 o'clock hour. And I'm curious for us to figure this out in real time, guys, because, Key, you have made mention to me, you have put me on about players not wanting to be there, you can't force them to be there, they want to be out. But if the Packers had drawn a line in the sand and said, you know what, it does not matter what you want to do, Devontae, we are franchise tagging you, how would you have combated that? Well, he, they did franchise tag him, right, Jay? I know, but for another he, time. No, but I'm saying he, he did not want to be tagged. They tagged him. They had till June to work it out. Draft time is approaching fastly. They had to make a decision to move on from him because you got to know the pulse of the player, right? You got to know who he is. And when he says, I don't want to be tagged, then you know already there's an issue there. And if he says, well, I'm not playing under the tag – you got to know the pulse of that individual player. If if I told Jay that this is what's going to happen, and then Jay tells me, well, I'm not doing that, I kind of know Jay's going to do it. I'm not worried about Jay. Jay's just talking, running his mouth. He'll okay. be in come 
September. If I told Keyshawn that, he's probably never Not answering our phone it. call again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think you got to know that when you are Brian Gutekunst, the general manager, LaFleur, the head coach, they know if we tell him this, this is what's going to happen. So they said, no, we're not taking this chance. Let's move on from Devontae because Devontae is clear. It's clear as as day. I'm not playing under no franchise tag. So then, Key, like where the hell is the middle ground in sports then? Like I just because if that's a good question. Like hypothetically, if you and I did you say middle ground? Middle ground, yeah. Oh, so okay, I, it, yeah. It, you know, what did you Robert think you Smith, said? Robert Smith again? buys the Denver Broncos and he hires Keyshawn Johnson on as a general manager. And all of a sudden, like you're you're trying to make a deal happen with somebody. And it's like, well, whatever players want, they're going to do. But like, where where is the middle ground? Like, it's is there no more middle ground? It's all conversation. But, so it's like deal. negotiating with somebody's feelings essentially. Because I'm even looking at the Baker Mayfield no. situation. I'm like. It's how you it's how you handle it, Jay, and you deal with certain players in certain situations. Again, you have to follow me here closely. It's all about you knowing who that individual person is. I know, but it just feels like he, that. that's one. It feels like it's completely one sided now. And I'm all about player empowerment, but like where, no, it's not. It's not one sided. If you, if the Cleveland Browns, for instance, you brought up Baker Mayfield, if they had communicated at a certain level, if they brought me in, for instance. They just brought me in just for the Baker Mayfield deal. And they said, Key, we need you to deliver this message to Baker Mayfield that we're going to have a conversation with Deshaun Watson and his crew. I would have gone to Baker Mayfield and I would have said to Baker, here's the situation. The Cleveland Browns have an opportunity to explore Deshaun Watson's situation. They want to dive into it. It's not that they don't like you. It's just that You and I both know that he's probably a better quarterback at this time in his career than you are. Mm -hmm. And they have questions and reservations on you long term. And they don't really necessarily have the questions and reservations on him long term. If they get a deal done with him, you'll probably get on traded or something. And if they don't, you cannot feel like just because they took a, a, a stab at a guy that everybody in the league thinks is a higher value than you. You can't get mad at that. In the end, we'll try to figure out how to work it out, and let's see where it goes from here. That's the way you handle that. You handle it nice and delicately, and you don't make him feel like but, he's just something you're throwing away. But we don't know that they didn't handle it that way. We just, we're just we just hearing the Baker Mayfield response well, clearly about how they, he it, feels about it, right? So that, that's my, No, you, you, you're right about that, Jay, but just my, as they say, spider senses. Yeah. Tell me that they didn't, Freddie, <laughs> yeah. handle it that way. And, you know, just my, just the way that they went about doing things, right? And going and he went about going off about it. Tells me they didn't handle it that way. Yeah, great stuff by Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Will Williams, and Freddie coming from Max Kellman, Keyshawn Jay Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Staying with that in terms of handling things delicately because. Whatever delicate was Handle not handled. Handle that mic delicately, Key. Yeah, what are you I doing know, to yeah, the yeah, microphone? Exactly. I don't understand that, that why Mike's taking a beating, happening. by the way. Getting <laughs> so angry. I don't know why. What's going on? <laughs> there you go. Man, it always falls. I don't know. You're treating that microphone like it's a UCLA graduate or something fall. like you, that, man. You get it. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what you Whatever, do. man. <laughs> Run the show. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Your microphone keeps getting in the way from that standpoint. We looked at the numbers in terms of 7-0 and with Devontae Adams not in the lineup. And this was brought up by James Steele, our producer. 2019, week 5 through 8, they played the Cowboys, Lions, Raiders, and Chiefs. Chiefs the only playoff team. 2020, weeks 3 and 4, Saints a playoff team. The Falcons not a playoff team. And then in 2021, week 8 against the Cardinals, that was a playoff team. Those are the 7-0. When wow. it comes to Don Devontae Adams not being a part of that lineup. And if you're the Green Bay Packers right now and you are, you've handled this situation the way you wanted to handle it, Devontae Adams didn't want to play in that franchise tag. He was not going to have that. Now you have an Aaron Rodgers and you want to have receivers. The Juju Smith-Schuster is out there. Jarvis Landry is out there. Either way, this is going to be predicated on who Aaron Rodgers wants. It has to be because yeah. Aaron Rodgers is still there. He got his money. His guy's not there. Whoever you're going to go after, Key and Jay, especially Key and you know this, it has to be our Aaron Rodgers. Who do you want? Because you have to be satisfied with the guy that we're going to bring in or the guys we're going to bring in to replace the guy that no longer is in Green Bay when it comes to Devontae Adams. Key, is there a sliver of an argument here that even watching that game with the 49ers, how Aaron Rodgers tried to force the ball to Devontae Adams so many times? And I get all the numbers for Devontae Adams. But could, if you're a Packers fan, could you make a case that the distribution without Adams on the field seems to be more variety packaged due to Aaron not feeling the need to get the ball to 17 all the time? You, you, could, you could make that case, but, but I would also argue back, you really, and I would say it in my voice, you really think that the Green Bay Packers are better uh, off? Yeah, I, I hear you. That's why I said Without a sliver. Devontae Adams? A sliver like, of an like, argument. Like, I would counter that and say, do you really honestly believe that? Again, through my own experience, I was traded from the New York Jets to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The New York Jets are still trying to replace number 19. They're still to this day. He done retired 100 years ago. They're still trying to find that type of guy. They're still trying to look for it. Um, when you talk about receivers that are available, Freddie, mm-hmm. you know, they're different than Devontae Adams. Sure. But one of the things that I would do because Aaron Rodgers has that control now is I want Aaron Rodgers to go and I want him to throw with those guys and see which one he likes. If not one, maybe two. Just throw with him. Work out with him. Get a feel for him. See where they're at. That's what I would do. Yeah, well, Whatever they're going to do. You know the old number 12 is going to have a say-so in it because this is what he wanted, that more say-so with players. He's going to have a chance to have that sooner than later, especially that position with Devontae Adams no longer part of the Green Bay Packers. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Wins, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman, and Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of drawing a line in the sand, the Cleveland Browns have done that with Baker Mayfield's trade demands. So now what for both of those parties? Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and your smart speakers. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams and Freddie <laughs> Coleman in for Max Kellerman. Oh. Coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. <laughs> this is going to get even more interesting because now the Cleveland Browns, as the Baker Mayfield drew his line in the sand, wanting to be traded, hurt feelings, didn't like the fact they were in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And the Cleveland Browns said, dude, you can ask whatever you want. You're not going to get it. You're going to play for us. We are going to re- rescind any kind of trade demand you're putting out there. And a lot of reports out there that Baker Mayfield love to go to the Cle- from the Cleveland Browns, Indianapolis Colts. Seattle Seahawks could be involved. Jake Trotter, ESPN reporter on ESPN Radio yesterday, he was asked the question, how's this Mayfield trade demand going to go? People have rightly pointed out that, you know, Baker is under contract. I mean, ultimately, you know, what is he going to do? Sit out the season and, and – you know, for a, goal, for a go, $19 million, which is what, you know, he'll be paid this year on the fifth-year option of his rookie deal. But, I mean, go look at Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham was under contract too, right? And he ended up getting his way out of Cleveland. I think he has the, the, the capacity to make this very uncomfortable for the Browns. And the more this goes on, the bigger of a circus it has the potential to be, which in of itself could torpedo this season. So I don't think that's what the Browns want. You know, I think their first choice right now would be to somehow – reconciliate with Baker, repair this, move forward with him. It's hard to see right now. It's getting to a point where Baker is fine with everything. You know, they're kumbaya and he's playing quarterback again. I just I don't really see that right now. Jake Trotter talked about it just then right there. Guys are on the contract. means nothing. As I continue to keep harping on Jay, it means absolutely nothing. You can get out of your contract. There's no question about it. And you can be moved on. Once you tell a team that that is not what you want to do, the team's not going to put you in a situation nor their head coaches and be unfair to the rest of those teammates in that locker room by having a disgruntled player hanging around and torpedo in the season, much like Jake just talked about. So the Cleveland Browns situation is such that they should try and move on from Baker Mayfield and find a replacement, not only short-term, but long-term for him. And that answer would be Jordan Love for me. When I look at the situation with Jordan Love in Green Bay, we know Aaron Rodgers is going to be there at least three more seasons, and Jordan Love will be entering into his third year. Eventually, you're going to have to make some decisions on him long-term financially if you're Green Bay. So if I'm the Cleveland Browns and I'm Andrew Berry. I got the 13th pick overall. I'm dropping down into the late 20s, and I'm going to take that pick, and I'm going to do a deal with the Green Bay Packers and bring in Jordan Love. I'm going to then move uh, I'm going to then move Baker Mayfield to the Seattle Seahawks and pick up whatever I can pick up there for Baker Mayfield. Maybe I may be able to bamboozle them for the one <laughs> that they got from Denver for uh, Russell Wilson. That would be you know, one hell of a bamboozle if you got a one for Baker Mayfield. Well, I'm just saying it happens, though, Jay. You just got to know how to manipulate the chess pieces that's there. But I get Jordan Love in the fold. He's a young quarterback. I don't need him to do too much. I got plenty of veterans around him. And quite frankly, in all honesty, if we want to be real and not just jump on the pile like a lot of people that think they study this stuff for a living, he didn't play bad against the Kansas City Chiefs when he was the starter for Green Bay, the one game that Aaron Rodgers missed. He wasn't god-awful. So if you put him in that situation and bring him along, if you're a hell of a coach, as people think Kevin Stefanski is, 
I think that is a sweet move for the Cleveland Browns to go get Jordan Love. I'm not mad at that, Key. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not mad at a Jordan Love move. I mean, obviously there's something there. We can see how it pans out. But there, there is a part of me that really wants to be Teflon with this. Okay. Like, it, it because happen, Jay. I, I, I know, Key, and I know you're going to tell me, you know, if a player doesn't want to be there, doesn't want to be there. But like after a while, it's kind of like, yo, you want to go? You want to forego nineteen million dollars? Yeah, like I you want to be all right? Then sit out. Okay, cool. In case Kenham, sit out. Like, okay, eh, like it just. Fine. I, I I I am a player, and I am always for the player. But also, as I get older, there is a part of me is like, well, how the hell is the opposite side supposed to deal with anybody who decides at any given moment? You know, I just don't want to be here. You guys have hurt my feelings. So what? So like what all happens? of a sudden, like now, like. You can't because we went after somebody that is a top five quarterback in the league, and you've handled that wrong. Like neither side can act professional about getting the job done. And I will also challenge the Browns. Like all this stuff that came up from Chris Mortensen about we want an adult in the room. Like you act like a damn adult. You act like an adult too, Browns. Like because now if you're in a situation where you feel like you're stuck, like how are you going to move the ball forward? So I. I a part of me just wants everybody to act like professionals and do their job. And if you want to move on after this year, because, Baker, this gives you the best opportunity to earn more money in years to come. And also for the Browns, due to you not landing Deshaun Watson, this puts you in the best situation to achieve the most you can this year with a healthy Baker. Both sides, let's act professional and get the job but done this just, year. Freddie, it's just not about Baker Mayfield. It's about the other 52 guys that they make up the active roster with. It's about those guys being able to trust, believe in Baker Mayfield. Something clearly they don't. We don't know that for a fact, but I can tell you based on the sniff test that Mm -hmm. the guys in that locker room are not jumping for joy that Baker Mayfield could potentially be their quarterback. Why, Key? Because nobody's came out and kind of defended him publicly on social? Usually – in these situations, there will be a handful of players that would step up to the plate and rally themselves around Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has a history with the Cleveland Browns of, of doing things, whether it's, it's the, the, the uh, Duke Johnson situation of a couple years ago when Duke wanted out and Baker chimed in whether it was the OBJ situation where OBJ eventually was trade, uh, uh, released and signed with the, Ra- uh, the Rams and won a Super Bowl, or whether it's the Jarvis Landry situation where he's not really saying why he wants out of Cleveland, but he wants out of Cleveland. And I can tell you from personal experience and knowledge that a lot of it has to do with the quarterback that he has versus the quarterback that there's a lot of receivers that do well in this league have. I think the Cleveland Browns have to – not play hardball in this situation, not take the Jay Will stand, because you cannot walk back into that locker room where Baker Mayfield is your quarterback in the September of 2022. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Will, feeling very disgruntled. I'm Freddie Coleman. Here, I, I hear, Jay, where you're coming from, but here's something else that cannot be disputed when it comes to Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield does not want to accept the fact that he's no longer the golden child of that organization. And it's not just a player's thing in the locker room. It's also an organizational thing. The organization has told us that Baker Mayfield is no longer the golden child for this team by the way this offense is now in Cleveland. 
if you're going to be a top-flight quarterback, the offense is built around you. Josh Allen does not have to worry about that in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes does not have to worry about that in Kansas City. Justin Herbert does not have to worry about that with the Chargers. Freddie, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl, and he had to worry about that before they replaced him with Matthew Stafford. But here's the difference. Well, I know there's a difference. I'm just saying if you replace Jared Goff, who went to the Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford because he couldn't get down, why the hell wouldn't you replace Baker Mayfield, who hasn't been nowhere close to the Super Bowl? Because Baker Mayfield doesn't feel that way. Jared Goff never had the power church and state that he believed that Baker Mayfield has with Cleveland Browns. Jay, your point is valid. But no one ever looked at Jared Goff and said the Rams are his team. No. For the longest but, time, no. Baker Mayfield has been told that the Cleveland Browns yes. are his team until the last couple of years when Kevin Stefanski came in and said, I like you as a quarterback, but I don't like you like you enough to trust you with this offense to give you the keys. We're going to be a run-first team with two tight ends and run the football, and you're going to complement the offense, yeah. not the other way around. And, and when you talk about Jared Goff's situation, that team is a Sean McVay team. Sean McVay orchestrated the offense that led them to the Super Bowl, not Jared Goff. Sean McVay was a, a very instrumental part of what they did offensively to the point where he would have to do the college thing, turn to the turn to the sideline, look at the head coach to get the play before he goes back underneath the center to snap the ball. So clearly it wasn't Jared Goff's team whatsoever. Uh, well, I don't want you guys to confuse my point. I wasn't making the Jared Goff reference to oh, back up the field. Okay. Yeah, we I was got making it, it by no. saying, yeah, the fact that they got rid of Jared Goff, who's been to oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. No, yeah. we got Why wouldn't they Absolutely. get rid of Baker Mayfield? We no, they, close. Yeah. We and that's you. my yeah, whole okay. point. They're right. going to get rid of yeah, Baker yeah, Mayfield. It's just, yeah. this is 24 hours fresh. Yeah. So, we got another four months until it really starts to get hot and heavy. So, they got plenty of time. He'll get dealt. He'll get dealt right before uh, the draft. He'll get dealt right before the draft, if not sooner. Where do you think he's going to go, Kick? If he's going, based on that premise, where do you think he's going to go? I think I think Seattle is a real true landing spot. Um, I think you could get him from Cleveland for a carton of cigarettes and a pack of nickels. It's nineteen forty-five. Who's buying a carton of cigarettes? Well, isn't it well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take that back. I retract that statement. They yeah. still sell cigarettes, so somebody's buying a couple cartons. Yeah, I got. It. So. You know, I think that they can get him for something that won't cost them a whole lot, and right. they'll be willing to take that number of $19 million mm-hmm. on the salary cap. Um, he fits sort of kind of in the Russell Wilson mold. They got kind of same similar bodies, although Russell Wilson's a little more athletic. Uh, they're about the same size and, and height. Uh, both of them are smaller than what you naturally would think. Um and Seattle is not in a rebuilding mode. They are in a retool mode. Okay. Um, and so I think Baker Mayfield fits into that situation for Seattle. I don't see him as an Indianapolis coat, uh, New Orleans Saint. No matter what, no matter what happens with uh, Deshaun Watson, he will not. Baker Mayfield will not be in New Orleans. Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming from Max Kellman on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPN F. That's right, K Mart in the building. ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly A. Martin joining the show, giving you that straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. By the way, you get a chance. You're a great follow on Twitter at Kimberly A. Martin. I'm going to start with this by Kimberly A., your Twitter handle. You put on there, Aaron Rodgers just got paid. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams deserves the same. Mm-hmm. That dude is just different. What did you mean by that when you put that on Twitter last night, Kimberly? I mean, 
he's special. Like, it's not even a question of whether he's one of the best receivers. Like, he is the best receiver in the NFL. No disrespect to Cooper Cup. But um, so to me, Adams wanting to be compensated as such, I'm all for it. Like, everybody knew he wanted to be – he wanted to make more than – well more than 20-plus million a year. And the Packers seemed to be the only party that that was late to the party as far as understanding that. It is shocking to me that he is not still a member of the Green Bay Packers. Despite people telling me earlier this month, do not sleep on the Raiders. It makes too much Mm. sense. It makes too much sense because of Josh McDaniel's system, because they need wide receiver help with Henry Ruggs' situation. The fact, obviously, him and Derek Carr are boys and they train in the offseason. Devontae just bought a house there, and, and he wanted to get paid. So it, it, I just couldn't see, once Aaron came back, that Green Bay could fumble another bag with another star player. But here we are. Yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty shocking to see that, Kimberly, late, late yesterday – um, learning that Devontae would be moving on to the Raiders on a, a five-year package in the first-round, second-round pick and going just slightly under $30 million. And I knew all along, and I told Jay Nim this on the show many times, that he is a $29, $30 million wide receiver. That's basically what the market is going to dictate for the top four receivers uh, in the National Football League. I mean, And I'm talking about receivers. I'm not talking about guys that get a bunch of statistics and people go, wow. I'm talking about receivers that really make a difference, not a system guy that this was going to take place. I don't know where they go from here, though. I don't know where the Green Bay Packers go from here at the receiver position. And maybe it's such that, Jay, they feel like they got some young guys and it's all about Aaron Rodgers to make those young guys better. But, Key, this all, all this stuff makes me start to scratch my head, Key, on this. And, Kimberly, I would love to get your opinion because I get – all the reasons why Devontae Adams may look at an opportunity like the Raiders, right? Buying a house, mm-hmm. friendship with Derek mm-hmm. Carr. But how do you not take that as an indictment on Aaron Rodgers? I, I feel you. How do you, you not take it that because way? Because they're boys, too. I, I think. But I know, chose my other boy over you. But you're supposed you, to be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the fair, game. Fair, 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 fair. But here's the thing. The NFL is a business, right? It's not about emotions, despite what Baker Mayfield may think. It is a, <laughs> it is a business. So if Aaron wants, basically, Aaron held this organization hostage. And I was all for it because he's got the leverage. You are one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. So he played out his whole situation perfectly to get the bag. His boy deserves the same. So, like, I don't – I think for Devontae, it was clear. The issue to me would be the front office. But didn't they come back and match match him with the same money? Because here's the thing. Devontae wanted to get money last year. Like, Uh. like, this is what I mean. Like, you think you deserve – and he deserves to get paid, right? Like the top receiver in the NFL. The organization's like, well, like, you're good, you're good. But, like, then you watch the organization literally kowtow to the quarterback for over a year. Matt LaFleur tearing up and praying, oh, we want Aaron back, we want Aaron back, please, Aaron, come back to me. You know, you watch all this and you're sitting there like, wait a minute. Yeah. And in Devontae's mind, whether you agree with it or not, he's like, listen, Y'all need me just as much as you need Aaron. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, that's the, I think, where the difference of opinion is. Like, the organization acted like, as long as we have Aaron, we're straight. And Devontae was like, okay, if I'm not here, this is a different offense. And now we're going to see what the Packers will look like. Yeah, and and to follow that with Kimberly saying that the organization set up and 
they're going to throw numbers out there, slick numbers, and people are going to throw slick numbers out there and say that they're 7-0 and without Devontae in the lineup with Matt LaFleur as the head coach. Okay, some of them teams that y'all played against, bums. I think out of that 7-0, and you played against two playoff teams that I can think of off the top of my head. Everybody else did not make the playoffs that you beat. So it's a – that that is kind of cloudy in terms of those things. And Devontae Adams certainly needed to be paid. You know, they needed to get it done sooner rather than later. They didn't do it. He decided that, that he didn't want to be part of Green Bay no more. Where do you want to live, you know? Do you want to live in Green Bay or do you want to live in Las Vegas in the warm? Do you want to play indoors or do you want to freeze consistently in the month of Who's November and uh, December and January? Hello. Hello. I mean, he, he that money will all stretch. <laughs> yeah, he's factoring all that in there. And and the Raiders are not far off. They're not far off. So where, where are the Raiders, Kimberly? Like, where do you yeah, have the Raiders in AFC West? Okay, so um, <laughs> this is hard. This is like a parent trying to choose between all four of their babies that they love. Like, mm. I will say the Chiefs still are the favorite to me because be. I have seen it. I've seen them do it. And 15 is different. Okay? Mm-hmm. But, man. They are so (laughs) exciting now because it's not just, you're like, okay, we talked about the Denver Broncos moves and Russell and, oh, that's cool, that's cool. Oh, wow, Chargers, oh, Khalil Mack, whoa. And J.C. Jackson, and now you're like, well, hot damn, the Raiders, by the end of the week, Chandler Jones, Devontae, how do you stop Hunter Renfro? How do you stop Darren Waller? Like, Mm. how do you stop Devontae Adams? You can't. You cannot. And, And so to me, the Chiefs, Get the nod just because they are that team in that in that conference yeah. so, in that division, I should say. Well, I, I, wait, wait, Keith. So as a betting man, because I, oh, I, I like the bet. Don't, don't, don't blame this on me. No, 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 I'm asking for your insight so I can make the right kind of bets, Freddie. Well this done, is what I well do. Well done, Kimberly. Don't let him <laughs> jack no, you down that gonna, rabbit hole. She does hole. it every well day, done. regardless of whether she knows she does it or not. I take her insight and I bet on it. So I'm just saying, <laughs> Vegas's odds to win the division: Kansas City plus one thirty, Denver plus two fifty. A lot of people have Denver. As probably the bottom team, I've heard Key talk about that in the AFC. The Chargers plus three hundred, and then the Raiders plus seven hundred. I, like, I feel bad that we're not talking about the Chargers because Justin Herbert. Oh, man, man, God. Kimberly, I'm going Raiders. Charge. I mean, I'm going Kansas City. Chargers, Char- uh, oh, Raiders. Okay, okay. Denver. Denver. Chargers at two. Right? Is it because they- of the QB? It's, it's because of everything. They just got Khalil Mack, a rebirth, right? Khalil Mack is going to be a rebirth. You'll see Von Miller-esque type stuff with him this year. You'll, you'll see that out of him with the Chargers. CJ over there at the corner. Samuel at the corner. Derwin James at the safety. Bosa on the D-line. Left tackle taking care of business. The Tower Twins at the receiver with Allen and Williams. You got Austin Eckler in the backfield. Then we get to Justin Herbert. The only, the only caveat that scares me is Brandon Dam Staley. He scares me. Analytics. He scares me. He scares me, Kim. Okay. Because I don't need him going for it backed up on his own three yard line. Understood. I don't need him going. My man for will it. not be. He will not make those same mistakes in twenty. Okay. Well, I don't know anything other than what he's shown me. And as far as Denver, and as far as Denver goes, I mean, I'm gonna be a Denver Bronco hater. Okay. Twitter can kill me all they want to. I don't know that Russell Wilson is the quarterback. I, I don't think don't do nor it, Aaron Rodgers or don't Russell Wilson it, would have been the quarterback 
that Joe leads them to it. the Super Bowl no, with the construction of the roster right now. He hating on Russell Wilson all the time. It's man. not. It's not hate. It's not hate. It's it, facts. It, it, no. So I no, guess. See, Freddie, so hold on. Conflate facts Freddie, with hate. So, Freddie, so, don't jump over there. Don't so you I dare, guess. Freddie. I'm with Keisha. It's not hate. He's just stating an issue. That, so that's I guess. Be an issue there. I guess when Mark Slareth was on with us a couple weeks ago, and he said Aaron Rodgers, not Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and at the time Noah Fant was still on the team, mm-hmm. that Aaron Rodgers coming to Denver was not the answer to them getting to the Super Bowl, let alone. He didn't believe they would be a playoff team with Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying. And he's on the ground in Denver. On the ground. I hear, I hear you. I hear you. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm put saying. a little respect on Russ's name. Now, it is interesting to see in that he division. He did look like a, a first family in that photo. Stop. He did. He did. Come on. Let's now. ride. That was Obama-esque. It was. Let's call it as it is. I'm going to have to tell. I'm gonna, next time I see Sierra, I'm going to have to tell her, say, girl, Listen. don't let him dress you up like that no more. Listen. Well, Russ out here that. living his best life, and Keith can't let him live. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Hit her on Twitter by Kimberly A. Always does a great job. Kimberly A. Mart, ESPN, NFL inside analyst and psychologist on this program here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Thanks, Kmart. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, <laughs> so Baker Mayfield requested a trade. The Browns said, uh-uh. So what's next for both of those parties? The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, and Series XM Channel 80, as well as your smart speakers. Always good to bring in our dude Chris Candy, who played in the NFL, does a great job knocking it out each and every day, Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Always great to have him talk a little NFL as he gets ready for this, and then get up, and I'm sure one of the many jobs he's going to have throughout the day talking NFL here on ESPN Radio, about to give you that straight talk, nice. that straight talk nice. wireless. No Very contract, nice. no karma. I, I I'm see just March reporting. Madness kicking off. It's that time of year. You miss it, Fred. I took a shot right here in the little wastebasket, nothing but net. Yeah, exactly. usually it'll take you a couple shots. Yeah, but, but the no NFL has to talk about. But you're in midseason form no right now. No need to talk True. about what was. Let's talk about what just happened. There exactly. Is, I appreciate it. Okay, yeah. and speaking of what did just happen, uh-huh. we got to get to what happened last night around the National Football League. Yes, exactly. That's the real definition of March Madness. It's a March Madness of a different kind, especially with Baker Mayfield apparently losing his mind, wanting a trade demand with the Cleveland Browns, Chris Canty. Going forward. Happen, I, 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 it's 
I'm the bad guy. Baker Mayfield, but I'm the bad guy. Chris, look into your Canty Adamas here. It tells exactly what could be the future of the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield either together or apart. Freddie, see, I'm laughing because it's so ridiculous, man. We get the social media post 48 hours ago saying that there was no hidden meaning behind the post and he just wanted to thank the fans of Cleveland. And then two days later, we're talking about requesting a trade and that it's better for both sides to move on. Yeah, all right, bro. First of all, you need to have a little awareness about who you are. It's the general manager's job to try to upgrade the roster at every single position. And when you played quarterback as bad as Baker Mayfield did last year, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that Andrew Barry would consider a guy like Deshaun Watson if he's available for trade. Putting that criminal stuff behind him was a big step in terms of teams being able to have a clear picture on when they're going to be able to see Deshaun Watson on a football field. So I don't fault the Cleveland Browns how they went about their business. I only look at Baker Mayfield and I say, bruh, you got to let your emotions get out of the way of good business. When it comes to the team that's around you, the team supporting you, it's probably going to be better than any other potential destination that would actually have you and take your services. We got to put facts over feelings. And if you look at Baker Mayfield, since he came in the league, he's led the NFL in interceptions during that span. Since he came in the league, he's 24th in total QBR. That's who Baker Mayfield is. He's a quality starter, and we know it's scarcity in the NFL. There ain't enough good starting quarterbacks to go around. But he's a quarterback with a limited ceiling and with limited physical tools. So he's better be careful with this situation right now, Freddie C, because he might find himself getting relegated to Jared Goff status, which is a bridge quarterback in an outpost in the NFL. See, kid, this is what I'm talking about, kid. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. As much as Baker wants to – you're saying he's going to force his way out. I'm like <laughs> – I'm sitting there looking at to the what? personnel. To what, Jay? That's force what I, force your way out Key. to what? That's Where are you going? And, and I say, I'm like, well, doesn't playing another year with the Browns give you the best opportunity with Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt? You're, you talk about your defense, all the pieces that you have. Doesn't that put you in the best situation to get somewhere else? If that, be a professional. No, I'm with you 100%, Jay. I mean, what's the best destination that has expressed interest early in Baker Mayfield? Seattle? That was a team that won seven games last year, and Russell Wilson couldn't make, make it work with that. He wanted the hell out of there. So you want to go there to try to build up your value going into a contract season? Yeah, all right, bro. Go ahead and miss me all the way with that one, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. You tripping right now. Key. Well, here's what I would say. Be the voice of reason, Give like me the a, voice of reason. Here's what I would say. Quiet storm. Here it comes. Here's what I would say, Canty. Everything that you're saying about his production is on point. However... It's all about the communication to get one to understand why you are going after Deshaun, especially if that individual is delusional in his own right. And I think Baker Mayfield could be a little bit delusional in terms of his ability and who he is because he was the first overall pick. He has taken a team that needed a quarterback over the last 700 years to the playoffs. So he feels that he is as good as if not better than some of the other quarterbacks that came out in his class. That's just his feelings, his thoughts. Am I agreeing with those? No. Is he delusional if he believes that way and he feels that way? Yes, he is. Does it make him wrong, though? So when the team isn't communicating with you to get you to understand that they want to court somebody else, your feelings are going to be involved. I don't care if you're a quarterback, a receiver, a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman, whatever the case may be, because they didn't communicate with you the right way. Now, all of a sudden, you don't get the prize that you thought you were going to land. You now got to try to come back, salvage whatever little bit of relationship that's left. My feelings are so heavily involved, I don't want to be involved with you anymore. 
I want to take my act on the road. Whatever happens, happens. And that is where he is at this point right now. They also don't feel good about him. You believe Chris Martinson and Adam Shefty just like I do when they report stuff. It's the truth. They're getting it from somewhere. Diana Rossini, they're getting it from somewhere. But when they report that he is immature, he needs to grow up, you know, that's telling me the front office doesn't like him. So what else is he going to say other than just let me go on about my business and go play somewhere else? Well, here's what I'll say, Key. The front office, the organization, they're going to do what's in their best interest. And As they should. And they're not going to allow Baker Mayfield to dictate the timeline on when they're going to make a decision about his football future as well as what they're going to do at the quarterback position. And they may well be able to mend fences throughout the course of this offseason. I doubt it when you're dealing like dealing with a player like Baker Mayfield that has a chip the size of the Colorado Rockies on his shoulder, and he's, he's, got, he's got a hell of an ego. So, I mean, I, I don't necessarily see them being able to bridge this, but in terms of the timeline, in terms of where Baker Mayfield ends up landing, that's co- totally going to be at the discretion of the Cleveland Absolutely. Browns organization. And all Absolutely. I'm simply saying is this. Be careful what you're asking for, Baker Mayfield, because one of the worst things is getting what you asked for and recognizing that that's not what you want. And mm. that's essentially, I feel like, that's the road he's headed down. He is a great follow on Twitter, Chris Canty 99 Like we mentioned, you catch him on Get Up in a couple of minutes. And later on today, his radio show on ESPN Radio from 3P to 7P. He is CC in the building. He is Chris Canty joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will Max. Oh, it's a pleasure, Chris. Talk to you soon, brother. Appreciate the plug, Freddie. I'll talk to you guys later. Sounds good. All the right. the word domino based on what Deshaun Watson is going to do and who he will choose. That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We'll